Lord Mother! You silly cat! What the fuck have you done? So welcome ladies and gentlemen to another DNA podcast and yeah spring is finally among us now which is really nice to be honest other than I'm suffering with a savage cold at the minute that my little one's given me giving it the old sympathy sniff there but I'm sat schoolboy error again that always happens to me that does turn that on silent but yeah, I'm currently sat on the bank what better place to be when you've got a stinking cold obviously than being bankside and yeah I'm sat on a massive wild windswept lake I'm currently set up on an island and yeah it's looking good I see a few fish this morning they're obviously starting to wake up there hasn't been a fish jumping god knows how many months on this place so yeah to see a little bit of activity this morning mega early as well it was god when when does it sort of just gone five o'clock in the morning I think and I saw the first show in amongst the area that I'm fishing so I've got three rods out onto the zone where I saw the fish show and I've been a bit reluctant to redo them to be honest because I don't want to end up scaring the fish away I know the rigs are perfect out there and everything but just you know sometimes it's nice just to have a refresh I suppose with hook baits and and what have you but I think I'll do more damage doing all that then I would do good so I've just left the rods in place and they've been there well well over 24 hours now so I'm going to leave them until the morning which is when I've got to go tomorrow so hopefully you all enjoyed the very first podcast that we did with Simon Crow if you've not uh, listened to that yet it's obviously on SoundCloud and iTunes however whatever's best for you guys to listen to obviously and speaking of Simon Crow he's just had the wood common from Spitfire Paul absolute mega mega carp that one 53 pound as well epic well done that man Crowy just um he doesn't half catch him and I noticed on a video that you know he's a he's been struggling like we all do sort of thing you know and he's uh he's been doing a lot of blanks as have I at the minute and sometimes you you know you, you start to think oh is it the rigs or the bait or this that and the other and it, it it never ends up being that it just a lot of the times you know the fish aren't there and yeah it's one of them things oh that looked a bit fishy out there what's going on out there let me get my binoculars wherever they are why is it whenever you need your bloody binoculars you can never find them and talk amongst yourselves anyway sorry about that but uh, seeing a carp on this place is almost as good as catching them as weird as that may sound obviously it isn't but you know it's as close as you're gonna get when it's fishing so hard like it has been and yeah god I can't even remember the last the last sort of fish that I had to be honest although I can't no that's a lie I do remember the last fish that I had because we've not long been out and filmed the next in Mozaverses obviously can't let the cat out of the bag as of who I was up against but I'm sure that edit will be put together soon and will be out in the next couple of weeks and sort of talking about series etc what we're doing at DNA uh, we're going to do sort of this mindset series hopefully you've all seen Jay Mungo's mindset the very first one and yeah i was really happy with the way that that come out and uh yeah jay comes across really well on camera and it was good yeah really really good to sort of get an insight into mungo's fishing that he does abroad and stuff and he's caught some monsters that guy has he's a monster in himself but yeah he's caught some absolute giants that man has and what else have i been doing i went out to france i've been i've been out to france to film our fx boats no and they're not even fx boats. we stopped calling them fx they're not called fx anymore just fox boats they used to be called the fx boats but we 
now they're called the fox boats but yeah anyway i was i was out there in one of the most savagest storms i've ever been in to be honest i was allowed to chuck the rods out but to be honest i didn't really have a chance because there was some um, belgian guys about 600 yards away from me who decided to sort of fish the whole lake sort of thing so i ended up just bunging a couple of couple of rods out just in front of me and just left them there and got on with some work bit of a shame really because because there's obviously some pigs in there as there is on most most lakes in france and jb the french guy that i was with he had himself a 53 i think it was i think i think it was a 53 pounder so yeah nice to nice to see that one on the bank and other than that i've been doing a lot of blanks to be honest i've been doing the odd bit of fishing here and there and i've moved into a house which just you know needs sorting from oh it's like walls and floors and oh, it's just been a bit manic to be honest but all good not complaining at all it's nice got a garage now so you know it makes my life a little bit easier definitely but yeah, on the fishing front for me, unfortunately, yeah, not a lot to report to be fair, but now spring is definitely in the air. Hopefully that all changes for me and fingers crossed that happens on this session. So I managed to get out with Perry Alabaster and we were on Myth's Pool and I got to interview Perry uh, about some of his you know, fishing that he does also we did a mindset with perry and wow that man has caught a lot of big fish so hopefully you all enjoy this interview with perry alabaster so welcome to the podcast perry alabaster i'm always worried by saying your surname whether i'm going to say it right yeah, no, you got it right yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it right this time yeah. so I'm joining Perry currently at the moment on Myth's Pool. This is a winter water for you, isn't it? This it one? is. I've got a winter ticket on here, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so how have you done over this winter? Uh, on here? Yeah. It's, it's been all right. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's been worthwhile, actually. It was only £150 a ticket, to be honest. So um, I spend a fair bit on day tickets in the winter. Yeah. So um, instead of spending it all on day tickets, I thought I'd spend £150 on here. I've been about... Oh, I suppose this is about my fifth time, but right. I've caught each time so far. I've, oh, Obviously, well, no. I won't this time because <laughs> you're here. I'll never <laughs> yeah. catch when you're here. I know that's a <laughs> it's curse of the mozzer yeah, in it whenever exactly, you come mate. out yeah. with me. Yeah, but in general, it's been good, mate. Yeah, yeah. Good. There's a big one in here as well. There's isn't a there? massive fish in here. Yeah, yeah. It normally goes just over fifty pound, which would be very nice. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't it just? But there's some pretty little fish and just nice looking fish and up. Fully scouts and linears and all sorts. Not some nice commons about in here. Yeah, wicked. It's well, a good fish. Yeah. What what sort of size have you had up to um, at the minute? Thirty two was the biggest one oh, I've lovely. had so far. That was the last session out. I had one called Dan's fish. Right. Which is a cracking looking fish. Yeah. yeah nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Very nice. Well, you've got a bit of winter form. I know from like watching your catch reports come in <laughs> and the DNA page is. <laughs> Wow, something to be admired, especially in the winter time. Yeah, winter's good. So you fish, obviously, throughout the whole winter. You don't tend to hang your rods up or nothing? No, not really, no. Uh, Especially the last three or four years, I pretty much go all year round. Yeah, winter's... I've come to love winter, yeah. I used to not look forward to it so much, but I've come to love me winters, yeah, definitely. I've come to wait them. Because I'm always working in the winters. I've definitely come to wait them. So (laughs) would you say you've caught more of your bigger fish? I I mean, Uh, the stamp of biggins that you've had is incredible. But would you have more Um, in the winter, do you think? I don't know about more biggins, but bigger hits, funnily enough. Looking back, the biggest hits I've had... So I've been winter, yeah. That's mad. Yeah, isn't it? I, I, right from way back actually. Really. Even from like my Darren days years ago, my biggest hit was January. Um, there had some big fish hits in January at the uh, Monks Pit. Yeah. Uh, Elfix, s- I've had some really big hits in January and February. Yeah, I know you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah so hits because uh, I think once you find them, that's it. Isn't you're it? on a generally a con- um, what do you call it a a pod of them, yeah, sort of thing. Sort yeah, of a yeah, yeah, of fish, yeah, you know, so definitely, yeah, a concentrated of area of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, would you say that's you just notice it more in the winter, the bigger hits than sort of the spring, um, summer, and autumn? Maybe or? where it's a bit slower, you do notice it more. But 
I do think you're liable to you're likely to get a bigger hit mm. if you catch one in the winter or you get two you you're you got just as much chance I think if not more than the summer yeah. of getting a big hit yeah because they're not going to go that far I feel no like no, sometimes no. they hang around one area all winter don't they so yeah, yeah. you've just got to milk it I end up fishing three rods within a two rod length area yeah. in the winter yeah yeah and you just milk it for all you can then you can have real big hits whereas in the summer they're generally going to move away they might come back and you get some more but yeah, yeah. in winter you just I think once you find them you just got to really milk it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and milk it you exactly. have definitely well, well I mean we were we were talking earlier on and um you well you you give me your stats of the amount of big ones mm. that you've had i'm at 46 40 yeah, pounders so. is that yeah. right yeah different ones yeah in the uk unbelievable yeah. and and well we'll get on to the 50s in a bit that's that's <laughs> without 50 pounders <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about them in a bit but i mean 46 40 pounders i mean there's probably not a lot of people in the country that have had that many 40s surely no, i've probably had that many 30s let alone 40s <laughs> yeah. you know so your first 40 pounder you must remember that one was that that must be quite yeah a that would have one. been darren i think my first um it wasn't my first syndicate but my first real big fish syndicate after doing like the doubles and 20s waters and things yeah, was yeah um, as I said earlier, I kept seeing um, in carp talk, Darrenth kept coming up mm. 20 odd years ago. There was actually pages for Darrenth Complex. And that. Right, right. Um, a bit like the Welly Whacker yeah, type thing. Like when, yeah, like that. And they yeah. just kept coming up, and I just thought, I just want to get on this place. Even though it weren't that close to home, I was in Hertfordshire at the time. Right. Um, you do a lot of travelling, don't you? In, in quite, your quite a bit, an hour, two, an hour and a half, generally. A lot oh, of the really? time, I find right. there's nothing. Uh, I go nearly two hours down to Elphix when I go down there. Yeah. Because I'm down there a lot in winter. Everyone thinks I live five minutes from there. Yeah. But I'm like <laughs> I nearly did. two hours away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a mission that one. Isn't it is it, a mission, but it's normally worth it. You know. It is. I love the place. Yeah. We were discussing this earlier on, and it's. I mean, it's a mega, mega winter. Yeah. I mean, even you've been, you come with me the first time and you've been down there a few times. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love it. It's got it. something about it. Yeah. It? In the winter time, uh, you know, I'm up for a bite anywhere. You know, yeah, exactly, I don't, I, yeah. it doesn't matter where it is. I'm exactly. up for a bite anywhere. Yeah. I know sort of in the spring, summer and autumn sort of time, you like to do your own fishing on, yeah. you know, sort of a, how can I say this without criticising Elphix? Uh, picturesque sort yeah, of waters, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Elphix, I would say, is your standard sort of commercial type day ticket water, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it? a bit smaller than you might want yeah, every week, yeah. like for your fishing. Yeah. Like, as in, sometimes you want to chuck them out a bit further than, yeah. like, you might <laughs> Ten <Elphix>. yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you've got a band in a minute. Yeah. But no, yeah. No, but it's cracking. I've seen them, I've seen the whole place come on, the fish come on over the years. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just such a well-run place. Mm. You know, I've seen what they've done with it down there over the years. Yeah. Used to fish matches here. And um, you was lucky to get, like, a 20, but probably... 15 odd years ago when I used wow, to do matches there. that long ago. Yeah, wow. they used to do the BCAC matches there. Yeah, I remember and, this. Um, yeah, I thought that was quite uh, recent. But, well, might, recent might is in 10 five. years or so, really? but it was definitely good over 10 years ago. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I always used to have rubbish drawers down there, me and me mate. We'd always go and practice and do well. Yeah. And then we'll end up in a little section where the fish just always gathered in that main big bowl of the, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, where we fished in on the North Lake. Yeah. And, um, and the likes of um, Bartlett, you know, Mark and yeah, Hewitt, uh, the and makers, yeah, 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 and all the big names, um, they'd <laughs> smash, smash it. it. And we'd be yeah. sitting there just watching the car, they're in again, they're in again. Every time we got up, they're in again. And we might get one fish over 48 hours, but oh, no. it didn't quite make up the thousand pound what they was on. No, so no, it sort of put us off there. And then I went back there a few years later, like, and me mate, actually. And we all of a sudden you're catching up like 30s and mm. the odd 40. And you think, Jesus, this mm. place is. It's done exactly what they said they'd do. They said you come back, they'd all be 30s because we're yeah. keeping an eye on it, getting rid of roach. And yeah. Do they net it every year over um, there to sort the biomass out? I know or? they net it fairly regularly and yeah. they keep an eye on roach numbers and things, yeah, because yeah, there are yeah. a lot of silverfish. Mm. Um, but yeah, they just they work on it. I don't know the science of it, what they do, but no. whatever they do, they do it right. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, they obviously do do it right because. Uh, you know, it is quite a maggot-dominated waters, them. Can they, be, definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah, can be. Mm. Can be being that when we obviously did the winter series this year, yeah. you know, and we were told we weren't allowed to use maggots and ended up using boilies, yeah. I think that opened our eyes up to the fact that 
maggots might be blown on there. Would, well, yeah. Would you say that's it true? It certainly didn't fish as well. I don't know, yeah. Because, I mean, the sort of the maggots, it, it seems like, you know, the sessions aren't as good as what they used to be over there using maggots, you know, yeah. where you would get them hits yeah, and that maybe, would happen yeah. with the maggots. Whereas now, I mean, watching, seeing what Tong did, yes. you know, he had a maggot hit, should we say, but he used boilies, exactly. you know. Yeah. He won't use maggots. I know no. full well, and I think everyone that knows Tong yeah. knows full well that he won't go near a maggot. He won't even, you know, use them for hook baits whatsoever no. he is just a boily angler and yeah i mean what he caught there was it well it was like having a maggot hit really yeah, wouldn't it true, would you yeah. agree yeah yeah definitely yeah and i think you've yeah. been back yeah you've been back in in the um since since we've done that one you've had a couple of yeah, hits over yeah, there see, as well yeah you're my bad omen really because that was that was my only plank on pullens <laughs> it was and uh, just to prove my point i went back there about a couple of weeks ago and i did have three thirties. so <laughs> it's definitely you it's you it, it must and be, you mate. know i've not blanked on here and but i will now because you're here oh, i don't know so i think you're going like, to redeem I, I yourself i never want to see you again Moss, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to redeem you yourself with this fifty pound. Well, maybe, yeah. You're you were lucky wake... for me on pullings a couple of, last year, weren't you? So, oh yeah, I can't complain. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> that absolute giant. Yeah. yeah, that was wicked, wasn't it? So yeah. we we I think that was after our. Um, North Lake session is it that was, right? Yeah. So we did the North Lake session again. You didn't do too great there, did you? I think you had no. I had a couple of probably the two smallest fish in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> had yeah. a couple of small ones. Yeah. He said, "Oh, we're uh, you know, let's go, let's come back in a couple of weeks' time." We didn't really bring the cameras as such, although I had the yeah. cameras with me as I always do. Yeah. But yeah, we went on to West Lake. West End. West yeah. End, sorry. Yeah. yeah, West End. And uh, yeah, we struggled the first 24 hours. Yeah, West End is, can be hard in the winter. But it's got some cracking fish in there, but yeah. it's, it's not Why easy. Why do you think that is over there? It's I weird, do it? It's got more weed growth than a lot of the lakes over there. I think Does sometimes it? they just sit in the weed and don't move. Right. And maybe they're feeding on any naturals in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it don't get fished as much. They probably don't see as much bait through the winter. Right. Um, it just generally seems that little bit harder than the rest of, especially the rest of the specimen lakes over there. Mm. Um, is there? A, do you think there's just not as many fish in West West End as there is in the probably not others? as many, but there's some cracking fish in I know, there. There's, there's some, some giants fish, in yeah, there. Yeah, there's some stunners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, um, yeah, which you again have been lucky enough to catch. Yeah. The, yeah. The big linear in there is yeah. one of the favourite fish I've ever had, and that's. Yeah, that's a real nice fish. It's a mega, mega carbo, yeah. and I think it's one that everyone goes for in the winter. You know, there's a lot yeah. of guys that stick it out in the winter over there. Obviously, when it because it opens up for day ticket in the winter, hence why it's yes. a, a little bit easier to get on. Is that's that? it. Yeah, yeah. So otherwise, it's like four lake bookings throughout most of the year. Yeah, which yeah. again isn't the easiest to get your bookings. No, you, well, yeah. Some I've heard people say like, oh, you've got to be. It's who you know over there and you've got to be a sponsored anchor and all this rubbish. It ain't true. No. You've just got to put the effort in and be an, an idiot like me, basically. Get up <laughs> New Year's Day and go and camp in the car park. I know. And when I open the door at seven in the morning, you're already there <laughs> to make your booking. And if you don't do that, then you're not getting on there. No. Such is the demand for that place. Yeah, yeah, so, it's um, unbelievable. Yeah, if you put the effort in, you can get bookings on there. And people go, oh, ring up, and they didn't answer the phone. Well... They're busy and they're running the lake, so mm. you either keep trying, you leave them a message, or you go up there in person. Yeah, yeah. You've got to make the effort to get on places like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. rightly so. For, with a lot of sort of lakes that I suppose are, you know, um, worth getting on as such. Yeah. Like, obviously, the Elfix, Elfix complex. You, you know, there's a, I can't believe the demand. Well, I can believe the demand over there because every one of the lakes has got giants yeah, in. But, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, what a business uh, to run, yeah. eh? Yeah. Oh, January the 2nd, is, it still amazes me. Like, by sort of 6 o'clock at night on New Year's Day, you look down the car park like, and there's, the cars are going out the car park mm. and up the lane. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, I've been last in that queue when I first started doing it, <laughs> and uh, I got yeah I got seen about seven hours later the next day. Wow. So um, I thought rather than wait that long, I'll go the day before in future. Yeah, yeah. But it's um it's the demand's incredible. Yeah. Mm. So going going back on, uh, we went off a little bit there. So yes, going yeah. back, so yeah, we were fishing West End. Yes, yeah, like, that's right. We don't we struggled for twenty four hours on there. Yeah, and then um. You obviously you know the lakes fairly well. You mm -hmm. fished a lot of the lakes up there, and you sort of said about Pullens. I was yeah. going on there for a night. 
What yeah. happened? Yeah, we moved. <laughs> well, we barely was on there for a night before something <laughs> happened. Um, no, we just were, we moved over that day, didn't we, in the afternoon. Mm. I think we decided to move about one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And there was two swimmers free, weren't there, together. And it was one of my favourite swims. It's like in the fishes to a little bay, into a little bay and opposite. Yeah. Like a marginal like reed line. And um, I said I know of two good spots over there. I've had about 50-50 success on there. Mm. And for once, I got the better of you over there because we yeah, had 50. I stitched you up, actually, I'll tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> I had the better one. But no, we, we had half each, didn't we? Like, yeah. I had one rod on I mean, one. Man, we, we shared were, a spot, basically, we were, didn't we? We were feet apart. Yeah, that. it could have been either of our odds, but mm. luckily for me, mine went. And within about half hour, wouldn't it have been moving on there? Yeah. And I think it was £49.12 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I had a mirror, yeah. yeah. Monster. And that, that, I think that, that normally goes 50, that fish. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, not let it matter, it's still good, but... Um, yeah, that was that was a quick success, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> was it mad. was definitely. Yeah, but that's how it can be over there. Yeah, yeah, very nice. So, I mean, um, have you fished a lot of waters in Essex? Because I know you're a member of the Dell Syndicate. Yeah, I'm on, right? yeah, I've fished a few Essex ones actually. Um, I was I was brought up in Hertfordshire, mm. Cheshunt in Hertfordshire, which is all like Lee Valley, North Met, yeah, Meads yeah. and everything. Mm. So I fished a few of them. Uh, then I moved to. And then I was fishing Kent waters as well, Darrant, like just because of the history of Darrant and the fact that I just wanted to get on there seeing all carp talk pictures and things. Yeah, yeah. So that brought me Darrant way, which led me to meet mates who came Elphix with me, and I fished Brooklands, like D-Daps Lake in Kent, Dartford. Right. So I was always drawn back to Kent just through the mates I had over that way. Yeah, yeah. Even though that was probably, uh, what's that, half hour, 45 minutes from Chesant where I lived. But then I moved to Royston, the other end of Hertfordshire, which is nearer Cambridge. Right. So I started getting on Cambridge waters. Mm. Uh, Where did you fish Pit, over there? Uh, Monk's, Monk's Pit, yeah. Rosemere was another good one yeah, up there. Yeah. Didn't that, that Rosemere, did that have a giant in? That's, yeah. Yeah, that's got a big in it. Have you caught that one? Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> Harris, yeah. I didn't have it over 50. I had it 49 twice, really? actually. Yeah, but um, I had a few biggins in there, yeah. Single yeah. scale and one called Flathead was a cracker. Um, yeah, there's a few good ones in there. Yeah. Are they still about today, them um, fish? One called Flathead's gone, but I think the others are around. Yeah, Aris is a big 50 now. Yeah. One called Single Scale is a big 50. Right. Yeah, they've gone 50 plus now. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. done well. Very nice. But, um, but I kept going, sorry, going back to, because like, I went Kentway, I can't remember how I got onto Essex Waters, but um, yeah. I can't remember how I got onto Lakelands, but that was my first lake, little lake in um, Essex. I had my first 40. Lakelands? First 40 pound oh, common, should that. I say. It's in um, Hatfield Peveril, sort of Chelmsford Way. Yeah, I know Hatfield Peveril, um, yeah. Yeah, I can't even remember how I got on there. Lake. That was a mate from Kent, from Darren. Uh, is it. that the one with the common in? Is that, yeah, Swirly. Uh, yes, the yeah, common, yeah, 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 I know yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was I my first know. 40 plus common. Yeah, so, mate. Um, is that, uh, that is a club water, is that right? Um, Am I right in syndicate, saying? Syndicate, Oh, it is a syndicate. It's got a little match lake next to it as well. Right, yeah, okay. It's only a fairly small lake, about six acres. Right. But lovely little place, yeah. Enjoyed yeah. that there, that was nice. Yeah, amazing. And then, um, so did you fish any others in Cambridge? So you fish Monk's Pit? Uh, Monk's Pit. Did um, well on there, didn't you? Yeah, Monk's Pit was good. Monk's Pit got me in with DNA, to be honest. And Oh, really? I had, yeah, I had, in some ways, was my most successful year 2012. I was on Monk's Pit. Right. But um, I was sending anything, sort of 30 plus was the going sort of thing, rate of, stamp a fish to send off to Carp Talk if mm. Carp Talk was getting so un- inundated with captures at that point that um, you weren't really getting in there with anything under about £30. Right. Sometimes it was like 35 yep. plus you'd send off <laughs> only. You'd put in back 30s without even taking pictures. <laughs> there were so many in there. Wow. But um, yeah, and um, without actually physically entering a competition, like accidentally, they um, each area is sponsored, north, south, east and west. Mm. And I didn't know DNA Bates were sponsoring the East Region right. of Carp Talk. Okay. And by the end of that year, or angling year, um, Bev from Carp Talk contacted me and said, oh, the amount of captures you've had in here, blah, 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 you've, you've got um, East Region, congratulations, you've got East Regional Carp Angler Year. Oh, wow. Which, oh, thanks very much, very yeah. nice. Got a little trophy for it. <laughs> but the big thing was I got a thousand quid of a DNA bait. Oh, lovely. And I thought, 
oh, that's nice. I'll sell that because I'm on mainline. But, right. but <laughs> he's chased this this. He might. He could well cut. do. Cut. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I'll please him in a minute because <laughs> I, start, I thought, well, before I sell it, I will give it a go. This stuff, right, this yeah. S7 stuff. Yeah. Right, and it was cracking. I've got straight into bigger hits than I'd ever had on Monk's bit. Really? I started getting like. Yeah, good. It's like ten and twelve fishing things instead of like the odd one or two. Right. And it, I thought, Jesus, this stuff's good. And it was coinciding that year also when I had a little trip to Rainbow and I took it there. Right. I've only ever had one trip to Rainbow. Mm. You, you know that better than me. But I had five fish there and it nothing massive, little for Rainbow thirties, which is yeah, yeah. You know, it's the babies there, isn't it? But right. still caught me fish there. Yeah. So I thought it worked abroad. Sixteen. Mm, tough the long, swim. the long rod. Yeah, in 16. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. That was an eye opener. Yeah, that Don't is a long, you, that is a long corner, rod. Goes around three islands, up the road, and around the corner, <laughs> it doesn't it? It's does unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. If I didn't know, if I didn't know the bloke who I went with, like Anthony from um, Johnson Ross Tackle, actually, mm. if he hadn't showed me that spot, I wouldn't have even known. It no, was you wouldn't have even rod. contemplated. No, it. I thought I was in. Like, I'd gone over about six people swimming on a different lake and yeah. in a different country. Time yeah, I got there. No. It's unbelievable. It's all your swim now. <laughs> yeah, it's a mad place, isn't it? <laughs> it I can is. see the appeal, though. But yeah, yeah, that that got me in with DNA, basically, and never looked back from then. Yeah, wicked. Yeah. Oh, wow, what wicked story that yeah, is that to the good. S7. And, uh, and coincidentally enough, weirdly, I won that bait. I also, without bragging, I actually got the, um, again, not a competition I physically entered, but I got the um, through carp talk again. I got runner-up that year in the mainline fox. Um, yeah. Carp angle a year, for yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that was nice as well. So, you got some mainline stuff and sold and, that uh, instead, <laughs> yeah. I, did, yeah. <laughs> I know some mainline people, I ain't gonna like me anymore, as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. And I kept some of the no, I actually I sold the fox. All oh, right, so you sold the fox stuff, then. yeah, yeah. I got rid of that rubbish, yeah, and got some good ridge run oh, here instead. Easy, <laughs> easy, you listening, Jay? I'm the host here, <laughs> I can sack you. Can we move on, <laughs> let's move on, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I mean, monk's pit, so you, you have loads of fish out of there, then I take it, uh, yeah, most of the A team, what you'd call the A team, I didn't have the big simo. Um, right. I now caught that one called Paul Key, that went over 50. Yeah. Like are King they all the Simos in there, are uh, they? No, no, there's some um, Sutton fish and uh, King George strain and all, all sorts of strains in there. Is yeah, there? yeah oh, some right. lovely fish in there, all sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Not I all bet Simo claim that they're all bloody is, to be honest with you. He might do, he might be right, I don't know. <laughs> he but. even thinks the Burfield Commons <laughs> is, and that ain't a joke. <laughs> he thinks everything's yeah. bloody is. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Yeah. So. So where else in sort of Cambridge um, did you fish? I went on Woolpack. Oh I wow, really? Oh, yeah, I didn't do any good on there, but I only done five sessions on there. It was the that coincided so with um, a Rosemere ticket coming up. Right. And um, that was an hard one to get on. It was 15 members day and 15 members, no, 15 members weekend right. and 15 midweek. And I was a midweek member. And that really appealed to me, getting on a syndicate where there's only 15 members. I thought, oh my God, yeah, amazing. that's a dream. Yeah, yeah. So even though Wallpack was lovely, some stunning fish in there. I was Is on, there? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, uh, it hadn't kicked off by the time I'd got on there. There was, there was a few fish coming out, not loads, but I, I didn't manage to get any on a few sessions I had on there. But then the Rosemere ticket started, so I was running two at once. Right. And you know what it's like, as soon as yeah. you catch on one, you get into it. Yeah. And that was it, and my Wallpack one went took a back seat I never went back there and I got into my Rosemere one because I've done better on there from the start mm, so mm. yeah the wall pack is that is that that is split up into different lakes is that yeah is that right? there's two different syndicates now it's lake one two and three right and then I think the other one you get but aren't they all four. joined together am I right no they're not oh, right. I think seven I can't remember now five and six is it or seven and eight I can't remember seven Nah, they're not all joined up though, no. Right, and they're not all part of the same one. syndicate then? Um, they, it's all on the same complex, yeah, but I think but two different people run it now. Okay. Um, one guy owns, runs one, two and three, Yeah. and someone else runs the rest of it, I think. Oh, right. Whether it's still the same, I don't know, but yeah. that's, that's how it was when I got on there. Right, wicked. Yeah. So you never um, never got on to any of the other Cambridgeshire waters? Uh, uh, no, wow. I was always tempted with St Ives. But mm. um, I've seen Goldie from St Ives quite a few times in tackle shops and different things at the shows. Um, and I've always been tempted with it, but... Is that the guy that runs it? Yeah, yeah. Goldie House, yeah. But just... Um, I'm not scared of it, <laughs> but um, 
it's you just, need a lot of time yeah, then you're on them places. I just, like I said earlier, if I, I'm self-employed, so if I fish, I'm losing money, basically. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking a gamble every time I go fishing, and I only generally go 48 hours most of the time, because mm. um, it fits around my work. Um, so I don't try and go the easiest waters, but I'm coming on 50 nearly as well. I ain't got time to go sitting around sitting out, blanking like, 10 yeah. times to catch one on the 11th session yeah <laughs> so i'm not no knocking st ives it's obviously a cracking complex yeah. but i just i want to be feeling like i'm going to catch more mm. often than not when i go fishing yeah, yeah. It, it just suits my style of fishing yeah so them sort of circuit type waters what not everyone's cup of tea like monks and adele and all that mm. they're they're perfect for me that's it just suits me and, yeah, and my lifestyle which is great because you know that is it your fishing's always your own, isn't it? Yeah. You know, no matter what sort of fishing you do to everyone, as long as you're enjoying exactly. it, that is what and pe matters. And other people shouldn't knock it. You know, some people rave on about if they're on a massive water, they knock people on, oh, it's a little puddle. And so what? Yeah. If someone wants to fish little waters, yeah. then let them do it. If someone yeah. only wants to fish inland seas and camp out for 364 nights a year yeah, to yeah. catch one, then good luck to them. Yeah, yeah. But do whatever makes you happy and yeah. don't moan about everyone else no, I you know totally I mean? agree with that definitely and there's too much bitchiness that much goes on much, yeah. yeah I just and I think most of it I don't mean to keep knocking social media but most of it is not on the bank it's on the computer screens isn't it yeah let's face it yeah definitely you yeah don't, i don't see too much bitching when you're out here on the bank no you don't get any of it <laughs> not do you? really not really that's I mean, what i love being out doing it because you don't I don't see the bitching out on no, the bank. No, no, you don't. And like you say, you know, a lot of people like to tap away on their keyboards, their opinions, and this and the other. Yeah. But when you meet them in person, you know, it's always a different story, always, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And everyone that I've got out and met, I met, I meet loads of people all the time, yeah. and they're all absolutely lovely, lovely people. Everyone yeah. that I've met on the bank. But then, like you say, with the social media presence, it's. Uh, yeah, it's colourful. Yeah, that's <laughs> one way of putting it. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. one. Yeah. I think that's a that's a kind way of putting it, sort of thing. Yeah. So, so where else? Um, have it, I mean, let's get on to your fifty pounders. So mm. we've talked about the forty. Well, we, we've hardly talked, spoken about the forty-six forties that you've had. <laughs> but you've always been lucky enough to have six fifty pounders. Yeah, as well. So, yeah, again. A lot of people go down the wrong ones debate. And all that, I, couldn't which, get, I couldn't care about that. No, to, to, on, you no. know, let, fish let, are fish to me. They're, yeah. they're like just fish what swim. So what, they're not all pretty scaly ones either. Mm. Like if you get a scaly one, it's a bonus. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, but if, I, I don't catch fish to take out on a date. You know, I don't care if they look ugly yeah, and fat. Yeah. I like big fish. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> which is a but, good way of putting it. I understand people's... I get both sides of the story. Yeah. I get it. You know, I understand Yeah, I it, do. But... Especially being ones what I put in at, like, £40, £50, and, yeah. and people claim records and things, I'd, I wouldn't do it. No. No, definitely not. I but, I sort of treat it as my holiday carping as yeah, such. You know, yeah. like, like we said about the Elphix thing in the winter, I'd, you know, happily fish anywhere in the winter. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. But then, you know, for my own fishing, I like the, you know so-called heritage fishing this yeah, and the other. Yeah. but i don't brag about the fact that it's like oh i'm all this keep it real this that, yeah. and the other. you know because at the end of the day it's whatever makes you happy yeah. you know it's your own fit it's a hobby exactly you know and well, this is what people forget i go to most knocked place in england once or twice a year and that's like home fan i'd mm, say which yeah. I, every time I go home fair and I have a cracking trip, yeah. we book out the whole lake, or someone else does. Sometimes I go on someone else's trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've been on one with us, haven't you? Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. good fun. Mm. You have a barbecue halfway through the week. Um, sometimes it's hard. It's never. It's not easy. There's no. always at least half the group blank there. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you do catch, it's normally an absolute flipping giant. Yeah. Um, you know what the sort of fish in there, the stamp of them is unreal. Mm. They're massive. But, but um, it's sociable carping, I, isn't it? I you really know? look forward to my own fin trips every yeah. year. It's, but I don't see it as, I wouldn't catch a 50 out of there and say, oh yeah, look at me, I've caught a 50 miles better than, yeah. I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't rate it as good as a, like I've caught a 50 from the Dell. Yeah. That was the first 50 I caught from the Dell. And I'd rate the Dell one higher. I love that. Yeah. It, but it's, 
it's, it's put it in a different bracket, you know. It's yeah, just it's like yeah. you say, it's like holiday fishing. Yeah, it is, that, um, and that is a bracket I I tend to put it in for my yeah. own fishing. Uh, but you know, it is your own thing, isn't it? It is. It's your own thing for everyone. Whatever you find enjoyment doing, yeah. You, then you go out there and, and do it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm never going to knock anyone no. for whatever they want to do. But I, I'm thick-skinned anyway. I don't care if people do knock. No. It. I'm not a massive social media fan to be honest. So I don't get insulted by it because I don't really read a lot of rubbish on the no, internet anyway. No, no. I'm that sort of grumpy old age where I don't really go on yeah. Facebook a great deal apart yeah. from for a bit of fishing yeah, stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't get involved in the forums and the bitching and all that to no. be honest. <laughs> can't be bothered with it. No, I'd rather get out doing be. it. Well that's it yeah. at the end of the day. A lot of these people that are bitching and this and the other on the forums aren't actually out there yeah. doing it are they? I you keep know? seeing the same names come up and yet I've never seen them like with a fishing around <laughs> so I don't know what else they do in life. But there yeah. you go. Yeah it's just one of them things. Yeah. So um I mean, so what's the plans for the year ahead then? What are you uh, up to this year? Year ahead, I'm coming up at a really good, um, at a, my best year yet of after five years. On, I've never been on a water more than five years, and I do get a bit bored. Mm. Um, if I hadn't have had such a good year on the Dell last year, I might have stayed there because I've, I've really enjoyed the Dell. I love it over there. Yeah. Uh, the people are great. It's, it's cracking, like, the stock is unreal. Mm. But... There's what plenty. is the stock in oh, there? Just that, that no one will know now because it's ridiculous the amount of forties in there now. Really? It's doing new forties all the time. I think it's done a new one this week. What are we talking? Ten? Um, no, more than ten. Really? Much more than ten. Wow. Yeah, probably over twenty. Yeah. Oh crikey! When no, I first it? inquired about it, when Peter Breeze, bless his soul, was alive, uh, he mem- I remember him showing me the book in the lodge, and there I think there was three forties, and you're only talking six, seven years ago, mm. and now there's. It's probably I don't know twenty plus forties or something. Oh wow! It's just, they've come on incredible. Yeah, mega. Um, but there's about five or six what you call real A team ones. The one everyone ones everyone want like the big common, yeah. black spot, Charlie's mate, uh, the drier one. One's called that one that went fifty. There was one called Orange Spot which I didn't have, which died. Mm. And them other ones I was lucky enough to get last year. So there's plenty of other forties I've not had. Yeah. But because I've had them ones, that was enough for me to think. Well, I move on, and yeah, even though yeah. I never sort of go back to a lake, that is one lake I think I probably would go back because yeah, yeah. there's still plenty I've not had. Mm. But then again, I wouldn't want to go back anywhere and get repeats. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what is, I mean? This <laughs> is something we spoke about yeah. earlier on. Funny enough, and and, and the repeat side of things. Mm. I mean, I've fished on some waters where just some people just won't leave. You know, and, oh, know. and they've caught the yeah. big and so many times, and yeah. I'm like, just go, please. <laughs> yeah. You know, I haven't caught the big one yet, and yeah. you keep catching it, <laughs> yeah, but they don't get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, look, you have been red carded years ago. <laughs> yeah. Leave. And he's like, yeah, but you know, I, there's this twenty pounder I haven't caught, mate. <laughs> like, you've had the fifty. Yeah. What this one guy in particular had had this fifty pounder twelve times. Yeah. And he was like, I'm That's going... That's just it in, isn't it? Well, he was going... His excuse was... Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. His excuse was he wanted to catch more 50s than Dave Lane. And I was like, but, mate, it's the same fit. That yeah. doesn't even come into it. Like, but he couldn't get it. He no. wouldn't get it in his head. He wanted to catch... And I was just uh, just dumbfounded by it all. But, yeah, he wouldn't bloody leave this pond. And um, luckily enough for myself, I caught it. And then Them, four, them 40s I was on about that weren't... 46 of the same fish, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just wouldn't leave, Barry. He just wouldn't leave. But, but yeah, it's amazing how some people don't get it, you no, know. Just, yeah, I've seen that a lot, yeah. Just repeat captures all the time yeah. and catching the same fish week in and week out. Like, I've seen some people have, like, same 40 pounds, six, seven times. Like, leave. Yeah. You know, well, but I haven't I caught them all. But I don't personally get it. For some people, it just works, though, don't it? Like, I don't know. I still know the same people who on Darren. I was on there in. I first joined it in nineteen. Oh no, two thousand. I suppose two thousand and one. And what we're in now, two thousand nineteen. So eighteen yeah. odd years later, there's plenty of people who are still on there who I know really? eighteen years. And not rubbish anglers. Good anglers yeah. def- who have definitely caught them all. But, wow, but, but I, I don't know. It surely it's gets boring. Con- it's, it's, it's it must get boring. Some of the old boys over there are definitely still on there, and they must have been on there God knows how many years. Really? But maybe that's just 
they love the social group well, there, suppose, you know, and it's convenient get... for them. There's, there's different reasons, isn't there? Yeah, I, I... and some other fish come through, but I know I'm the same as you. There's, I know the new fish are always coming through, but I still wouldn't want to keep catching no, them. It's just same sm- old one. It's smashing someone else's dream all the mm. time, and I'd hate that. You I know, feel, yeah. I would hate to have caught the king of the pond, the fifty pounder or a sixty or whatever, and then to stay on there and then catch it again knowing yeah. full well that one of my mates hadn't caught it or someone else that you know has been fishing there for god knows how many years hadn't caught it and you've destroyed you know that dream for someone else because yeah. you've caught that fish even though you've you know that is one thing that i sort of do have a bee in my body no, about i can understand that to yeah. be honest yeah. you know that um that annoys me yeah. massively yeah I, I think i'll get to the point where if i'm going i, I am a bit obsessed with trying to catch big fish but it's not all it's not the be all and end all and that winds some people up because it's not all about size and it's not for me if i caught a double now on this session or a 20 and that was a blank saver especially yeah i'd be over be the buzzing. moon yeah, yeah but don't get me wrong if i caught a double and a 35 now whatever the double looks like however pretty it is the 35 is going to make me happier well that's I'll it just, i'll just be honest yeah well that's but, it <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest i do get to a stage on a syndicate where if i've caught most if there's still a couple of big ones I've not caught, but them ones, them other big ones I've caught, I've caught two or three times, mm. then I still think, if I caught that one again, is that going to do anything for me? Yeah. Like the big, one of the big ones in Rosemere, I caught four times in six weeks. It was like, and it's not an easy fish to catch. Some people really want it. It's just, yeah, yeah. whatever method I was using or whatever swim I was fishing, it seemed to, whatever bait I was using, it just seemed to love. Right. Well, DNA nutters, they just it loved it. Was a, anyone going on there? Just use that if you want to catch single scale. Really? It's just four times in six weeks. Had it, and <laughs> DNA nuts. I was even trying different swims each week to avoid it. Really? And it, was, it was as if it was following me around. Bloody and it hell. don't do you any. It's forty plus, but it, you do not buzzing. No. You get it out and don't even take a picture of it after. Yeah, what you think, no. You think, oh no, it's a bit gutting, isn't it? Well, some people are really saying like oh really how, how ungrateful are you you catch fault in your aunt <laughs> gutted but it is it is gutting it, it is. is gutting and a, a lot of that in my eyes boils down to the fact that you know i have smashed someone else's dream of yeah. catching that fish I've, and it, I've never looked at it that much like that but that is a really good point as well yeah yeah definitely mm. it, it, it hurts me badly yeah, <laughs> it I does can, i can understand i that. have caught fish but you know yeah. where you know not that i should have left you know but you know sort of like the second biggest in the lake and i've caught that two or three Actually, times and i'm like a few good mates i can think of off the top of my head like dave smedley mark who gets who's got me on here justin who have all had that big simo and a couple of them had it more than once mm. yeah and they smashed my dream at monk's pit <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah you're right yeah <laughs> look sometimes it can't be out <laughs> backtracking now yeah <laughs> so uh i think we went off on one there so yeah, yeah, yeah. um so you love the dell what um yeah you're gonna oh, leave sorry, there yeah. this year so from there, i um, take it so yeah um a quarry ticket has come up for me yeah amazing. i've only fished it once on a day ticket mm. when it was day ticket um how long ago was that uh, about two or three years ago i had a i had one fish it was <laughs> biggest it was about, in the lake by any no, chance no <laughs> oldest oh really uh, yeah it was wow. one called lee's fish it, well, i don't know about the, yeah, the oldest but it's about 40 years old and um ben who was like a bailiff at the time come out and said wow well, that's one of the real old originals really wow um I can't remember if it was 34 or 36, but it was a nice fish. Yeah. But, is that still um, about just a today? Crack- no, I don't think that is. But it's just a cracking lake. It's a beautiful lake. Nice. Yeah, I've never been. Um, I've oh, never it's been. lovely. It's, it's stunning. So, um, yeah, and Stuart, who's running it now, he's really getting things sorted out over there. Yeah. He spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, I take it he's out of fenced it. Out of fenced it. New path. Mm. Sorting out the stock, sort of, to make it, like, more bigger fish. And not all just big fish, but so it's not just little fish for the money you're paying on there and it's just yeah it's just sorting things out tidying it up yeah, yeah very nice doing a good job over there yeah, yeah. lovely so, so looking forward to that so when does that start for you uh april so i'm trying to hopefully get a couple more dell sessions in before it runs out that ticket i've not been over there since november right so i'd like to go over there I mean, is it, the plan is, it is to done much this winter dell um i don't know uh mate dan had a, as i say that new 40 last week so right. or this week so starting to wake so up it's now definitely then. starting yeah yeah. yeah yeah well mega i'm sure 
I'm going to see plenty of catch reports of you over on the quarry this year, <laughs> well, no we'll doubt. Have you, know. Uh, what, do you know what you're going in with as of yet? Have you got a plan what, sort wise? of hatched or, or um, anything-wise, really, bait-wise, tactic-wise? or um, The good thing, our DNA would be pleased to hear that it's no maggots allowed anyway, so I won't even be tempted to <laughs> take any maggots. <laughs> I will be on the DNA boilies, Jason, Steve. Um, but yeah, no, I'll be taking DNA. I, I can't resist taking the S7. That seems to work everywhere. Yeah. Um, I know you're a fan of SLK and Switch. Mm. I'm, I'm the other two, sort of S7 and Nutter S. Yeah, but yeah. You know how good they all work, don't they? Yeah, they so do. I don't care what one I take, but S7 definitely. Um, I might try to switch over there. Mm. I don't know really. Definitely S S seven. Yeah. I've normally got more than one bait with me, so I'll probably take. Have you? Is that a, what you tend to do then with yeah, your own? Take a couple of baits. I very rarely go with just one. Really. And I've even mixed S seven and Nutter quite a few times, and yeah. it's paid off. Like, See, they seem to mix well. Yeah. For some reason, yeah, the DNA oh, baits. Yeah. Very, Have you found? To be honest, I've never done it before until I obviously started fishing for DNA mm. mixing baits and using liquids oh liquids I've, I'm so into liquids I know now. and I, I do you know what I used to despise liquids yeah me it too just used to be like no it's too pungent too yeah. you know over the top this Same. but I've never used so many liquids I in always my life. used to see liquids as just a small fish tactic like attraction and yeah. like on a big heavily stocked like match fishing mm. type tactic mm, yeah but Oh my god, them hydro spot syrups. Yeah, yeah. And the beta stim liquid and yeah. and there's See, I don't as well, get on with that beta stim that. Do you much. not? I've used it, but it's not really one that I get on with, but that oh, I like mixing it with hemp and particle. Yeah, it's, see it's a lot a of winner. other guys uh, do that. And to be honest, in the past I haven't really used a lot of particles just because the particles that I have haven't been that great to be yeah, honest, but yeah. um but I mean, I'm going to use a lot more particles now, so I might actually start, you know, incorporating that beat yeah. stem into my particle mix. But that switch liquid food is different. Liquid gravy. food, it, liquid food is mate, the one. It is mustard, yeah. honestly. That that liquid food on the SLK, yeah, it, it just transfer. Even though the SLK is an awesome bait by itself, but you put that switch liquid food on the SLK. Yeah. Totally, uh, yeah, an unbelievable bait. Well, the no first thing I've done when I won a load of that, that gear when I first got it amongst pit, as I said, was using S7 and I used a liquid food as a glug. Mm. Sort of, yeah, and yeah. I'm not a really big fan of glugs either. No. I like using like a match the hatch type bait yeah, yeah, straight yeah. out of the bag, the same yep. as not even tipping baits or nothing. Mm. But I did start using a liquid food and oh, it just brings them back. Oh, no. That's what I think made the bigger hits the attraction of that yeah definitely and that come into me fishing a lot on the dell last year as well mm, and yeah it's my best year i've ever had on the dell yeah mega so um, that that tends to be the sort of oh when you when you go rig wise on a new venue and stuff like just stick yeah. with what you know or is um, it would you change it up a bit i suppose I do, the situation I vary. makes it i do yeah go by the situation but i do vary rigs yeah um used to fishing quite weedy waters and i think the quarry can be quite weedy yeah so that suits me really i like quite a long sort of rig what sits on I don't mind if the bottom is a bit sort of choddy yeah, you and always weedy. tend to do use like sort of either your uh, long booms or, or yeah long especially on the hinge rigs and things people yeah. do like yeah. shock by how long they are sometimes but um i've got used to the dell is quite choddy on the bottom as well when, yeah. it's, when the weed's up do you lose many using long rigs uh, is there many <sighs> no. fish you lose or I don't mean to sort of brag, but honestly, if I had to say a strong point in my fishing is I don't lose many. I really? Know that is absolutely tempting fate for me to get a take now and lose it. And <laughs> yeah, you just know. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I can count on one hand the amount of fish I've lost in the last five years. Oh, wow. Really? That yeah. good? I, the worst, I, yeah, honestly, yeah. I don't like to sound like I'm bragging, but um, Monk's Pit. I lost, I think, I had 70 fish on me last season on Monk's Pit. I lost seven, and I found that as... I didn't find that very good. I found that loss, losing one in ten. But from what I keep seeing from reports amongst, especially when the weed was yeah, bad, more get lost one in than, ten is pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I know people who lost 50-50 over there. Yeah, yeah, I know so, a lot um, of people that have lost 50-50, yeah, 75, 25. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, and it's little things with, I think it's some big things what I do, but I don't, um, I don't ever change. No, yeah, like, yeah. Um, Big leads. I use in. I don't too many people use in lines. No, I know. I use drop off in lines. Yeah, don't yeah. Too many people do that. No. And um, I was speaking to the Ridge Monkey lads a couple of weeks ago, and a little thing we done over Elfix and talking about rigs. And one of the main things, I got it from an article years ago, Moz, from um, 
Paddy Webb done an article many years ago when I first started buying carp talk. Right. And first got into fishing. I was, I still am. Look at magazines and videos and always learning. I never was going to say I know everything. Mm. But when I was trying to really learn about bigs and things, he done an article just about the gap of the hair between the hook shank and the hook. Right. And okay. just that gap, like having about a centimetre gap. The amount of pictures you see of rigs where the boilie's right up against the bottom yeah, of the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always think in my head, like, blimey, I wouldn't chuck that out. It's like I lost fish to me. Yeah, yeah. Have that little gap. Yeah. And you nail them. Yeah. With that inline lead set up and with a bigger fish, a longer rig and things like that. Mm. And it just... And perhaps with a bit of experience, the way you play them as well. And yeah. I even like... Um, I don't know, I'm sort of I'm stubborn, I fish my own sort of way, like when everyone goes on braid it's on monks, I fish it? mono, I like the really? bit of give. Right. I went on braid over monks once and I lost two fish on a trot, and that to me was devastating, I, felt yeah, I lost two. Yeah. Braid all come off and I went back on mono and never looked back, really? I've never used braid since, because wow. I lost two fish That's on a trot. surprising, normally people go the other yeah. way, you know, they use mono, To be honest, that weren't all my going, I, I got that off... Um, Jason Awood, um, you know, the geezer yeah. guy who caught yeah, me yeah, yeah, Black yeah. Mirror. Yeah. He was on Monk's Pit and he used to absolutely rinse it. He smashed it. I was his, I was his personal photographer for a while. Right. He to, <laughs> He's a bloody good oh, angler mate. though, isn't he, Jason? He used to plot up next to me. And like When I first met him, he'd like, come and take a photo, mate. Yeah, and then half hour like, come and take another one. And in the end, I used to avoid him when he came up because <laughs> oh, I ain't fishing next to him. I'll be up all night. Like 10 photos every time he went. He Brilliant. used to absolutely rinse it. But He's he was on mono. Yeah, and he was on good. mono. And he used to say, I never have to cast more than 80 yards, 15 pound mono. Yeah. He goes, I can't cast more than 80 yards, but I don't need to. Mm. And I thought, blind me, that is testament to someone who a it can work in weed yeah you don't have to go and pray just because everyone says you have to no yeah, yeah and b he's um i forgot what b was but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean it's funny you um mentioned that gap between yeah the boiling and massive that I is something so i pay so much so attention I. to what i what how i tend to do it so whenever i time a rigs i always put your bait on first me too or always. you know unless i'm using a 360 and it's a totally yeah, different, different concept yeah. but with that um what i tend to do is put your bait on first and i make sure that the hook is dead lying flat yeah. which i would say is a centimeter away from That's the actual it. shank itself so the hook's lying flat on the bottom yeah and then you sort of pinch it together then whip your same yeah you're not then you then know? have a little bit of silicon over the hook and you know what I, another thing i never do uh, I never have any little on on my main bottom bait rig as well. Yeah. I never have a little kicker or anything over the eye. No. I don't know. You don't need it. I don't no. have nothing. Do you know With what? coated braid, you just need that little bit pulled back. Yeah, I yeah. People are. I'm not saying it's wrong. There's certain rigs it probably is mm. a killer for, but on that little coated braid rig where you pull a bit back. Yeah, yeah. Just putting a bit of silicon or bend of a kicker over that eye and bend it for the sake of it yeah, just yeah. because everyone says so yeah it's not the way forward no definitely and funny enough um i did a sort of semi-experiment whilst i was over at rainbow this year mm. but uh, i want to tell you a little story quickly about you were saying with the silicon i got yep. completely mugged off at the blue pool using silicon mm. absolutely this 40 pounder all day long this fish was 40 pound and um, at the times, quite a few years ago, I was using the uh, long shank nailers. Yeah. You know, like the big, like, yeah. they always look like sea hooks, you know. Yeah. And I was using one then with a little bit of silicon. Always use that little bit of silicon, trapped, um, trap the hair off. And I watched this 40 pounder come in. I was fishing uh, literally a foot and a half foot of gin clear water. 40 pounders come in and it sucked the rig up. And I'm sort of stood behind this tree stalking for this thinking, that, that hook's in the fish's mouth, surely, surely. Mm. And it spat the rig out like it was nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I, I couldn't believe I'd been mugged off, not only by one of them long shank nailers, which you end up getting in your hand when you yeah. tie. Yeah. I don't know if you ever used them. but not even really, when, no. when you used to tie them, you, you couldn't even tie them without getting them in your hand because no. they were savage hooks. And with that little bit of silicon, that definitely stopped me from hooking that fish. And I yeah. changed it to a rig ring. And I nailed every other fish that come mm. in. That fish never come back, unfortunately. But every fish had picked up the rig. You could see it go in and the fish wouldn't wouldn't sort of bolt yeah. off. And then as it would spit the rig out, then it bolted off. You could yeah. see it flare up as it went to spit the rig out. But the, I think the ring... I too obsessed with trends and fashion, can't I think we, like? so, definitely. But I, that, I've never used the silicon to that, no. that, that point on. And then you were saying about them kickers. Now, uh, I was using the Bollocks rig at yeah. Rainbow um, 
last year and the first fish that I hooked, um, I got it into the margin and it fell off. Yeah. Why is that falling off? Do you know what I mean? Your first bloody fish, the last thing you want is it falling off. And funny enough, I had one of them kickers, you know, the big the big sort of like yeah. self-ready-made liner liners. I had yeah. one of them on. So, because I'd lost that fish, I shortened the rig a little bit, thinking it, the rig was a bit too long maybe. I shortened the rig up and um, put it back out and I lost another one. Mm. Oh, for God's sake. So, I ended up taking... Um, I just sort of look, staring at the rig, thinking, what's wrong with the bloody rig? And I took that liner liner off. Yeah. Every fish after that point, the yeah. hook holds were amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. There was no need for it. No. It was more of a fashion thing. It yeah. Looking decent on yeah. there when there was no need to have that liner liner on that certain rig. I'm no. not saying they don't work, them liner liners, because I think for certain rigs, they, they, they do have their benefits. You but know, when I used to always use a liner liner, when I... I'd use like the needle and have the line coming through. You thread it through like the top of the silicon, so it's like it comes through at, um, at a different angle. It comes through yeah, an angle with um, fluorocarbonate links, right? Because okay. it's a stiff one; it ain't got that movement. Yeah, yeah. Then I'd have that little. That gives you that little almost a yeah, bend that's a good almost. Point. Yeah, yeah. I always done that at Darren, and I've very rarely lost fish there. Really? Um, again, with that gap in the hook. Again, with the inline leads and all that yeah, old stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I always use a little liner liner on the. Floor carbon. Just I've never a done that. Thing. Yeah, never done that. Worked, I think Always. In fact, I've tried them without, and it works with that as well. Yeah, but it was just a personal confidence thing. Yeah, it never seemed yeah. to hinder that big. They always associate them aligner liners and kickers and all that with with braid. You know, soft, yeah, supple I wouldn't, sort I of braids. Touch it with braid personally. No, no. But it's just a personal thing. Yeah, there's food but, for thought there. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So, well, that is probably a good point to end. I think we've been going for over 40 odd minutes. Uh-huh. So, um, thank you, Perry, for coming no problem, on to mate. the podcast. Nice to see you. Cool. Top man. See you Cheers, later. buddy. So, hopefully, you all enjoyed that interview there with Perry Alabaster, who has caught many, many giants, as explained, obviously, in that interview. So I'm back home now after a blank bloody session, unfortunately. Ah, oh, gutted it didn't happen, to be fair. It's probably the first one that's really sort of hurt me um, on this venue that I've been on. And, uh, and yeah, it just... It felt so right for it, and the fact that it didn't happen just, I don't know, hurt me a little bit, to be honest. Whereas before, I've done plenty of blanks over there. I've not hurt quite as much as that one due to the fact that I think, A, it's April, obviously, or mid-April at the minute, and and B, you know, if you're on them there, then they're catchable. Uh, it didn't happen. I was a little bit worried about something sort of being wrong with with the hooks perhaps being a bit blunt, when you leave them out there for 48 hours, you know, some of the times you, you bring them in and they're blunt, and yeah, I didn't even have that excuse, unfortunately. I brought all the rods in and they were razor sharp. And I'd even reeled in a tiger nut off of one of the spots, which wasn't a rotten tiger nut. I suppose it could have easily been in the water a week or two. It still still didn't smell sort of rancid as such. And yeah, to to reel in a tiger off of a spot, which that tiger's obviously been out there, like I say, for a week or two, and for nothing to feed on it, on that area, because obviously a tiger wouldn't have been there, with no lines in the water, is a little bit bloody worrying, to to be honest. You know, how, why hasn't that been eaten, that, that tiger? Nut? I don't know, baffled me a little bit, to be honest, because... Yesterday morning there was fish there, you know, they they were showing out on the areas, but nothing happened. And I don't know, should I have just chucked three zigs out there? Just, you know, put all, all my oops in three bits of foam. There's, there was a hatch going on, but although I saw fish out there, I probably saw three definite sort of shows. It just didn't warrant fishing zigs out there because the carp weren't sort of smashing them you know you weren't seeing normally when they're smashing a hatch they're going crazy out in the pond and, and I weren't seeing that so what the, you know what I was seeing was the you know the early morning shows and you know rolls over sort of thing that 
to indicating that they're feeding on the area or on bait but you know it, the, the beauty of carp fishing i suppose you that there could be a million reasons why it didn't happen and it's what keeps you going back and i'm thoroughly looking forward to getting back but unfortunately i can't get back there for two weeks now because we've got work commitments as such other filming projects going on work-wise which I am looking forward to to be honest I'm just a bit gutted I can't get back to that pond for a couple of weeks but still you know thoroughly looking forward to getting back there anyway so yeah that brings us up to our second podcast done and yeah I will leave you all there and speak to you all on the next one